The Bible Podcast is here to help get us in the Word together, in those small pockets of time that we can find doing chores or tasks, traveling or commuting, and it doesn't have to be hard or complicated. So come on in, have a seat, and let's read the Bible together. This is your host, Virginia Price. Welcome to the Bible Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Bible Podcast. Um, As I was researching and getting ready for these episodes leading up to episode 150, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was fruit and fruit of the Spirit. And um, then things shifted and changed. But one of the things that it drew me to was uh, they talked about fruit a little bit and planting in Ecclesiastes 3. And so that is, and we are reading Ecclesiastes 3 today. Uh, And if you haven't been catching along with the episodes this week up until this point, Ecclesiastes uh, 3 is today. We read 2 and 1 earlier this week, and we are kind of going on this little um, adventure in this story. And so uh, I'd love for you to go back and listen to those if you get a moment. Uh, But I'm excited for this one because it really caught my eye when I was doing my research, uh, like I said, prepping for this week. And uh, I'm really looking forward to reading it with you guys so we can unpack it together. Uh, We are going to go ahead and jump in, like I said, to Ecclesiastes 3. We're starting at the top of the chapter. Uh, We read out of the NLT and we will begin with a time for everything in verse 1. For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What do people really get for all their hard work? I have seen the burden God has placed on all of us, yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. So I conclude there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can. And people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor, for these are gifts from God. And I know that whatever God does is final. Nothing can be added to it or taken from it. God's purpose is that people should fear Him. What is happening now has happened before, and what will happen in the future has happened before, because God makes the same things happen over and over again. The Injustices of Life, verse 16. I also notice that under the sun there is evil in the courtroom. Yes, even the courts of the law are corrupt. I said to myself, in due season, God will judge everyone, both good and bad, for all their deeds. I also thought about the human condition, how God proves to people that they are like animals. For people and animals share the same fate. Both breathe and both must die. So people have no real advantage over the animals. How meaningless. Both go to the same place. They came from dust and they return to dust. For who can prove that the human spirit goes up and the spirit of the animals go down into the earth? So I saw that there is nothing better for people than to be happy in their work. That is our lot in life. And no one can bring us back to see what happens after we die. Man, these are so good. I kind of want to, you know what? Let's go for it. Let's read Ecclesiastes 4. I don't think it's that long. No, it's short. Okay. Let's read for it. Um, Again, I observe all the oppression that takes place under the sun. I saw the tears of the oppressed and no one to comfort them. The oppressors have great power and their victims are helpless. So I concluded that the dead are better off than the living. But most fortunate of all are those who are yet to be born, are those who are not yet born. 
for they have not seen all the evil that is done under the sun. Then I observe that most people are motivated to success because they envy their neighbors, but this too is meaningless, like chasing the wind. Fools fold their idle hands, leading them to ruin, and yet better to have one handful with quietness than two handfuls with hard work and chasing the wind. The Advantages of Companionship, verse 7. I observed yet another example of something meaningless under the sun. This is the case of a man who is all alone without a child or a brother, yet who works hard to gain as much wealth as he can. But then he asks himself, who am I working for? Why am I giving up so much pleasure now? It is also meaningless and depressing. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, then the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm, but how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple-braided cord is not easily broken. The Futility of Political Power It is better to be poor but wise youth than an old and foolish king who refuses all advice. Such a youth could rise from poverty and succeed. He might even become king, though he has been in prison. But then everyone rushes to the side of yet another youth who replaces him. Endless crowds stand around him, but then another generation grows up and rejects him too. So it is all meaningless, like chasing the wind. This is so fascinating. So um, if you haven't caught the first couple episodes, we've really kind of dove into what Ecclesiastes is and how this book is very different and how it's approached and written. Um, so I would encourage you to go back to uh, episode one and two to uh, get up on that. Um, but man, just it's, it's interesting that even in the... Uh, you know, oh, I do this and it's meaningless. And I do that and it's meaningless. And we're building up to the uh, the main point here at the end. It's very interesting, all these little nuggets of wisdom that are still written and woven throughout Ecclesiastes in between the everything is meaningless. I, I really enjoyed that because the, you know, in Ecclesiastes here uh, where it says that, you know, two are, are so beneficial um, because you can help each other, you can defend each other, you can, you know, work together. Uh, that's used so many in marriage ceremonies. And he's like left, right, and center. So I think it's just really interesting. Okay, we are going to move on uh, to Ecclesiastes 5 tomorrow. So come back and let's um, see how it goes. Much love to you guys, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so glad to have you in our audience, and I hope you come over to our Instagram and join our community there at underscore the Bible podcast. Our podcast is a ministry production of The Sevenfold. If you'd like to know more about us and what we do, please visit our site, thesevenfold.com. Thanks again for joining me today. And until next time, much love from the Bible podcast.